you know, the one thing I think about is the whole concept of acquisition versus conversion. Now we know acquisition is the simple process of acquiring that individual and maybe getting that sale. That that's an acquisition. But conversion, when we think about it, it's all about not only acquiring that customer, but it's also keeping them there for a long-term relationship, maybe repeat buying, coming back over and over again. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin here, and I am back with another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am super excited to be here. And guess what? I am here with the awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. I got excited because we are still in the dance. We're still dancing, girl. Bala, bala. Let's do it. (laughs) A bilingual show today. Yeah. We have been working on the dance and we are in week four, week four of the dance. And by dance, we mean our customer or our prospect, right? Our stranger to prospect to customer, a customer journey. Uh, am I forgetting any other words it goes by? You're not. I mean, that's what you hear on the marketplace today. People are talking about what's your journey, your customer's journey. So you hit it spot on, Misty. Now, we know over these last few weeks, we've been talking about the dance. And just to reiterate, the D is starting with defining that ideal client. Who is that person for you? What do they look like? Where do they live? What do they love? That's really important because once you've identified them, you can now reach them in a new way. The A is how do you attract that person? You know who they are, but how do you attract them? Where do you find them? And that's one of the things we talked about on the show, which was so exciting. And then last week, we talked about nurturing them bringing them into your community, showing them love. It's almost like a mother nurturing her child. And that's what you need to do when you're working with prospects, hoping to convert them to customers. So as we finish up that nurture piece, we're going to go into the C, which is conversion. And we think that's the word everyone wants to hear. So Misty, I'm going to have you kick it off and talk about that conversion process. What does that look like? But maybe first start with what is it? That's so funny. I think when um, we were first diving into it, I got conversion confused with money. Like conversion is sale. And when we are looking at this process, defining, attracting by your message, and then you're nurturing them, the seed isn't necessarily the sale. The conversion is them doing something on the site. Maybe they're clicking, here's my information, or you're converting them from a prospect to now someone that wants to start that interactive relationship with you. And we had just been discussing that conversion might mean different things to different businesses. And it's really important to understand what it means to yours because the most important part of conversion that a lot of businesses don't do is track it. Yeah. Now we're going to get to that. 
But yeah. I was blown away by that one piece. It seemed like simple. I, I was first like, oh, we're going to capture their information. We're going to get their email. But no, oh. no. If you're leaving out key steps, you could be hurting your bottom line. You could be hurting your brand because people who don't convert also talk. So yeah. we really wanted to break this down and help people understand it at a deeper level so they could apply more time, energy, and actions into this very vital, it's almost like that pivot point, right? They've come through a little bit and maybe they got to your site. Maybe they um, were talking to you and getting more information, but now they're at that pivot swing point where it's like, thanks, have a good day. And um, I heard today, it's two seconds on the site, that normally when we are looking at, oh, they'll stay on your website, people get there and now... I don't know if you've ever seen TikTok, swipe. Like the, that attention is so fast that you have to have a specific plan on how you're going to capture and convert. Absolutely. I love it. And that's exactly what this show is all about today. So we want to encourage you to grab a pen and a paper and get ready to take some notes. So Misty said it so well and really giving you a perspective of what conversion is. I'm going to give you a textbook kind of definition of it. Now, conversion, think about it this way, is usually a quantifiable action capable of turning a prospect or prospective customer into a paying customer. Mm. Now, again, depending on what your goals are, the conversion action can be different. And I was sharing with Misty, for me, it's different than for her who may work with Oak Grove or another nonprofit entity. So you really want to take the time and say, what is the win for you? Or what is that process that gets them in the door to make them say, yes, I want more and I want more and I want more. Now, we know that once you get them in the door, there's still work to be done. It's not over, right? You've got to get them in, build them up. I call them, bring them in, build them up, and then prepare to send them out, whatever that journey looks like for you. But knowing that, it's super duper important. So I want to, I want to add to that because you nailed oh, it. I was just talking today to our uh, fund developed lady, and she, we have these big annual events. Like we do a, we partner with a car show. Thousands of people come to the car show, and you would think, yay. That's the conversion because they paid money to be there. They paid money for their cars to be there. But no, that's not the conversion because they're there for a car show. And yes, we received some of the profits, but the conversion would be, and we were just working on a plan on that today, is how do I get them from car show to understanding Oak Grove or now um, a conversion to giving information to get more uh, information about Oak Grove or wanting more information about Oak Grove. And we were looking at what points can we put in that car show where thousands of people are going to be to have that conversion over to wanting that relationship with Oak Grove, not just paying money at a car show. Yeah, I love that. Nailed it. You know, it's so interesting that when we think about conversion, a lot of people, again, think about just the bottom line, the dollar, did I make extra money? And I'm going to tell you, we're going to talk about that because yes, if you're in business to make money, yes, you want to make that extra money. And if your process from nurturing, and we're going to backtrack a little bit and talk about nurturing, how you engaged with that prospect, whether it was your email list, whether it was your social media, maybe it was a lead magnet you provided. But what happened during that time, you nurtured and built that relationship so much so that they connected with you. And they said, hey, these are my people. Hey, they get my pain point and I believe they can serve me. 
Now, at that time, because in your lead magnet or web page or all these things you have, you then have an option to say, buy now. Now, if that buy now button is there and they've connected with you, that relationship has been formed. Now you've converted them to a, a new client. Now, we know that sometimes it's different. Maybe it's simply submitting a form to get more information. But if you're looking at a subscription, if you're looking at a product that you want to convert them to, then that is one of the key things. And I always talk about looking even at the conversion rate, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But there are some action steps that happen when that customer starts interacting with you, learning, are you my peeps? Are you doing and saying the things that I can relate to that are going to change and transform my life? If you are, then they're more willing to convert over to a customer. Now, Misty, what do you think about that? I think you nailed it. And it used to be, right? People would just give their email or information. And then we saw a switch, especially with content is they're not going to just give you your information. They want value. Mm -hmm. So it's that content of value that you're creating or that value point to where they want to come into convert. It isn't just, I saw the other day, I, I landed on a website and they asked right away for my email. I just clicked the website. I was all, nope. Like, but I've seen other websites that a lot of information and I, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, we'll download this free guide. Right. And we could attest our made to inspire, <laughs> our made to inspire Google account is filled with conversions of a value and our information given over for that value. Yes. Yes. You know, the one thing I think about is the whole concept of acquisition versus conversion. Now we oh. know acquisition is the simple process of acquiring that individual and maybe getting that sale. That That's an acquisition. But conversion, when we think about it, it's all about not only acquiring that customer, but it's also keeping them there for a long-term relationship, maybe repeat buying, coming back over and over again. And that's the process that we're going to talk about in our action steps. It's a, five, a three, excuse me, four-step process <laughs> that we're going to share with you to start thinking about what are you doing to really keep them there? Once you've acquired them, there's nothing like having a customer that's there and they're a raving fan and they want to spend money with you over and over and over and over again. You know, there's studies for years times, past history time that says it's easier to nurture your existing customer than to go out and get a new one. Ooh, you know, that, that's important. I hope, I hope people wrote that down because I think we are trained or traditionally think get new, get new, get new, instead of take, even the way people do promos, right? Like new customers get half off and you have all these old customers. Like I've been buying for a year, but the new guy gets half off and I get nothing. That's right. That's it. And that's always been a point of frustration for me as well. And I know that when we work on developing that relationship with our nurturing in my businesses, I've gotten more insight, but also more income from the people that know me like me and trust me from the long-term relationship. I spend tons of money trying to acquire new customers. And real quick note, you want to take the time to figure out what is that amount of money you're spending to create that or find that new customer. You know, and there's a lot of stats out here. Maybe we'll bring that to a show to help you figure out how do you, what does it cost you to get a new customer? Because that's a cost. 
where someone's already in-house, you're not doing that front end work to continue building them. And customers that know, like you and trust you and have bought with you before are more likely to spend money on bigger items because they've gotten such great things. They're still a customer. So they might drop into your bigger price points, whereas new customers might stay at that top of your funnel. And yeah, you might get more sales, but one big sale can outdo tons of small sales. That's the whole right. point of it, right? That's right. And here's the other thing. And this is a little side note. The truth is these customers that have been around for a while, they know you. And more than likely, they're not looking to cancel. And we know there's money back guarantee offers that you probably offer with your product and or service. More than likely, if they bought, they meant it. Whereas if we're looking at new customers who we're forming a new relationship with, who don't know you, don't know the value of your product, or don't know what they're going to get out in the end, they're more likely to really explore that money back guarantee. So there's a whole bucket of things there that, you know, we can talk about. But I just wanted to mention that as we kind of get through that whole acquisition versus conversion. Now, Misty, now, now that we've talked a little bit about that, I know you have a couple other key things that we are going to address today. And we talked about a little bit about a formula, right? Mm -hmm. That formula for conversion. Now, I know you all know that there's ways to do it, but we're going to share with you a quick formula that we think is helpful. Misty, will you share that with them? I will. So when you're looking at it, you're looking for percentage rates that you could compare weekly, monthly, however that works for you in your um, program indicators. And we're looking at the customer conversion rate is equal to the number of videos who perform the desired task divided by the total number of visitors times 100. Yep. And you know what? That equation, you change that number or that factor inside of that equation to determine what that is for you. As we mentioned before, for me, it may be a sale. But for Misty, if she's working with Oak Grove, it may be getting a new student into a bed, you know, or getting another person into something else so that they are a part of the program so they can get the products and service or the offerings that are available. So it really just varies. You fill that equation out so that it matches your organization. And right? if you're studying this, then you'll know where in your process to get to and change so that percentage doesn't stay the same or even drop. You want it at a, a higher percentage, right? And if you're not studying these and you're not going to know where in the process that might need to change. If you have two people coming, clicking on what you want in your website, but you have 1,200 people coming to your website, that's not a really good conversion rate, right? You right. really want that number to be like, why are only two people clicking? And then you can go in and then you could change it and then you can watch that grow. Now I have a thousand people clicking out of 1,200 is way better, but you won't, wouldn't know that if you didn't study it. That's so true. I love that. And just real quick, thinking about a couple things as you are working on building conversion, a couple key things that can help you in the process. One of the things I think about social proof, when you put those testimonials on your website, on your emails, all these different things showing the world people who've had experience and who've had success with what you have to offer, it increases, boom, your ability to convert that new customer. So think about that and make sure you're adding that social proof in everything that you do so people can believe that what you say is truly true. 
Because when we're looking at conversion, there's so many factors that have to be in place. We've talked about it from that nurture process. When you're nurturing them, whether it's through a blog post or interview or, you know, a slideshow or a podcast, whatever it is, they need to know. And by having social proof, someone says, I've done it. I've walked with them. I've talked with them and they've helped me on the journey. You're more likely to increase that conversion ratio, that that conversion rate. So Misty. Let's give them some action plan, some things that they can do now that they have a little bit more insight about the conversion process. We've got four things for you. The first one, Misty, is create. What are they creating? Well, what do they need to create depending on their business? I know for us, we love creating lead magnets, which are tools or or value points where people want to download or interact with us. Um, You could create free courses. You could create, I've seen some people create a campaign where they're coming on live and they're telling a quote a day. They want people to enroll them in their quote or their, so it, where is your customers or your, or your prospects, where are they at? And what is the message you need to give to them can help you what you specifically want to create for them? Yes. I love that. And so once you've created that, the next thing would then be to implement a process that's going to help you in your conversion phase, if you will. I'm going to use the word phase in lieu of the word process again. But you have to implement this. You've created a plan, whether it's a social media, a marketing plan that you've created and put together. Now you need to implement it in such a way that it will allow you to make those conversions or allow you to get in front of those ideal clients, ICAs. So you know, hey, now that I have a a plan in place. Now it's time to implement that plan to ensure that I'm hitting those touch points, that I'm engaging with that client. I'm giving them the opportunity to to see who we are and what we have to offer. And from there, you then want to analyze, Misty. What are we analyzing? I love this. I have two great examples. The first one is um, local restaurant was giving away free pool. They said, hey, come shoot some free pool, right? So they had to create an offer, which was shoot pool for free. And they thought that would bring customers in. And then they implemented it. They advertised it. People started coming in. But when they went back to analyze it, to really look at, did they make money from offering free pool? What they discovered was no alcohol was sold because it was a bunch of 18-year-olds coming and drinking water and shooting free pool, which were keeping the adults from playing pool, thus keeping them from drinking. And it was actually costing them money because none of the adults wanted to go shoot pool and drink beer because kids were there drinking water and shooting the free pool. So right. they did that for three weeks and pulled it because they were really watching that price point of sales because the free pool was costing them money, not bringing in the right customers that were going to convert a higher rates of money. The right. other thing is a lot of us like to do free passes, right? Come try my products for a week. So which, which is really great unless you're not tracking it, what if you get out uh, 20 free passes and not one person converts in, you're wasting time and then something else. Now, if you give out 20 free passes and 18 people are now your client, that's a win. So yeah. those are interesting points to be able to track so you don't spend time and money in the wrong places. Yeah, that's a great point. You just got my head going and I want to share with you a process in my a wellness company, one of the things that I do when I give a free pass to someone, the first process in the free pass, yes, you get seven to 14 days that you can train with the company, but here's what happens. You also get a discovery call. 
And on that discovery call, the number one thing we do is we find out your goals and where you want to go. But we also offer you the program right at the beginning without you having any idea what we have to offer or how we operate. Because we know at the beginning, you have a goal. You want to lose weight. You want to feel great. You want to have more energy, tone, strength, whatever that is. So right at the beginning, I'm saying, hey, join the program after I've shared with you who I am. And let me tell you, conversion rate is the highest at that point. Over 60% of the people say yes before they've even tried the trial. Now, being a, a, um, a company of integrity. Oh, that's huge. Yes. That's good. That's still got, that, people, still that. Offer that up right Don't front, wait till right? the end. Don't wait to the end. And that's what implementing the process is all about. Now, the next thing is analyzing the process because now you've got the process. We have this process in place. I can then go back and analyze the process. And I do that by looking at my CRM, Customer Relationship Management Tool. I use something called Onboard Me, but many of you may have HubSpot. You may have Constant Contact. Maybe you have MailChimp. Maybe you have Keep. There's so many different tools out here you can use. And what I do is I put my prospects in my pipeline and I move them through the different phases to see where they are. And that's how we coach our clients here at Made to Inspire. We want to help you create a plan, implement the process and analyze the results so that you are converting from just a prospect to raving fans. Mm. I got fired up. I'm sorry. My energy went on 10. Now, Misty, the last thing in that four-step action plan is number four. We want you to repeat the process. Tell them about that, Misty. After you studied it, if it's working, continue working with it. If there's areas it's not, then those are the areas you get to try the new things. And then you just redo it. Did this work? Did this work better? And I know Kimberly, and even though it's 60%, she's just not going to leave it at 60%. She's excited at 60%. And who would have thought everyone does after the free trial. That's huge to do it before when they're excited. Clearly they want something if they're taking you up on their offer and then yes. they get to know, like, and trust you. And now they're investing in you. And I bet maybe a couple of shows down the road as she grows, what that looks like, we could watch it in real time, but it really is. Don't just do it one time or don't just keep it. Cause you've always done it is that repeat doesn't mean repeat the same steps. That means repeat your process and try the new thing so that you can get that 60 to 90. Yes. There are some companies that have a 96%. I think that's insane, but, and yes. still working on growing that. Yes. And you know, it's funny because after the trial, I then convert a larger percentage of those folks. So at the end, it's probably around a 90% conversion. And that's huge for any business. Let me say this. Most mm. businesses have a 26% conversion rate. Now that's powerful. And I want you to think about your company, your product, your service. What can you do to number one, create that value? Number two, implement a process, create a process that will work for you. Keep analyzing that process, looking at those numbers, what's happening, where they're coming in here. And here's the other thing. When you analyze those numbers, not only look at how many are converting, but look at where they're coming from. Are they coming from Facebook? Is it Instagram? Is it, you know, Pinterest? Is it some email marketing you're doing? These are things that you have to do to analyze to help increase your conversion. I want to, I know we're, we're late, we're going crazy, but I want to really point, we're, we're coaching this in real time. 
I'm working with a lady. She spends 10 hours a week on her social media and she's frustrated. She hates it. And I was like, why, how many people have you ever gone from social media? And she said, zero. I said, well, where do you get all your money? She says, oh, word of mouth referrals. Mm. And so I said, why do we have a referral program? So if you have a referral program and you're all now people are already referring you and now they're going to get something for referring you, you're going to increase that touch point. If you have zero coming from this, why are you spending so much time and money Absolutely. in a place where you could nurture the other areas where people are coming in? That's not to say we won't go back, but I want her action product stuff to be getting those conversions, not getting people to come to be converted, if that makes sense. So these Absolutely. are great points. You need to call us. If you're listening to this and you're like, where could Call us, get our free discovery call, and we will help your system do exactly what we just talked about today. That's right. And, and, and here, if I may tag on, this is the process of conversion. So help <laughs> us help you or let us help you get improve your conversion. And we're going to help you do that by taking you from a prospect to maybe converting you to a client. Guys, we are so excited with you. And, and please know that wasn't a hard sell. That was really an example of how you do that. Our podcast is here. We're here week after week. We've just celebrated over a year, over 52 episodes where we're bringing this content to you with the hope that it's going to help you grow so you can go out in the marketplace and make a great impact. Listen, we know that there's something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. Hey, 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 guys, you know, we just finished a powerful show all about taking those prospects to conversion. Right, Misty? Oh, my gosh. It, you clearly heard it, right? It was a great show. Lots of great information. And it helps us. Guess what? Help you. It helps us help you. We are launching our Level Up program. We started it last year. We're ready for this year. So if this show excited you and you want to increase a goal as those conversion rates and help more people and get more money, don't miss it. Um, check it out. It's called Level Up and it's launching December 12th. Goals, visions, action. Let's go. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Fire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.